program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, good afternoon, everyone, for those of you on the East Coast at 2 o'clock, and good morning to everyone for those of you on the West Coast at 11 o'clock. And for those of you in Europe, where my guest is calling me from, it could be 4, 5, or 6 o'clock at night. My guest today, who I'm very excited to have, is Willie Horton. And Willie Horton is, is a pretty amazing guy. He has uh, His website is called Gertie.net. Gertie.net. Willie Horton helps people live abnormally wonderful, successful lives. He transformed his own life by leaving his job as a GM at ACC Bank and moving from his native Ireland to the French Alps, where he now lives with his wife and teenage children. He's a sought-after speaker, management mentor, and coach, and has been studying and working in the fields of psychology, business strategy, and quantum physics since 1993. He's worked with Fortune 500 companies such as Pfizer, Merrill Lynch, Nestle, and Allergan, and he enables top people to become super effective and super successful. Welcome, Willie. Pleased to be with you, Patricia. It's actually 7 o'clock in the evening here. (laughs) I knew I was somewhere around there. All right. Well, you have a wonderful website. You also have an e-book. And tell us the name of your e-book. The e-book, Excel Yourself Right Now, uh, has been knocking around since 2005. Um, it's one of the things that is on my website. Uh, actually, the main thing that's on my website is an online, uh, I suppose you could describe it as a self-help workshop. It's actually mm. based, you mentioned I've been working in this field since 1993. I've been doing a two-day workshop with uh, clients, some of whom you mentioned, since 1996. Um, but I only work in small groups, so I decided about a year ago uh, to get it out to as many people as possible, and I put the whole thing online. Isn't that wonderful? And the book is online, too. The book is online on the same website, yep. Everything's there. Okay. You know, how did you decide to do this work? I mean, how, how did this evolve for you? <laughs> I think all of us are on a personal journey. I, I sincerely hope that your listeners, by virtue of the fact that they're even listening to you, are on their own personal journey. Um, I'm originally an accountant, uh, tax consultant, banker. I know it's not a very nice word at the moment, but there you are. I was uh, in banking uh, in the 1990s in Dublin, in Ireland. Um, My job was to transform that bank and sell it. Um, And I had great difficulties getting the management who were there before I arrived buying into the ideas that they needed to buy into to actually get the bank sold. So... 
I started wandering around Europe and the United States looking for somebody who could help me understand what makes the old human mind tick. And I came across a, an elderly gentleman, a gentleman, really, mm. an American psychologist called uh, Gerald Kuschel, mm. who I spent some time with in the Swiss Alps, as it turns out, only an hour from where I live now. Uh, and I discovered that that was far more interesting than banking. Indeed, almost anything is far more interesting than banking. Um, and I came back from him. I finished what I was paid to do in the bank, and I simply walked out of the bank and started talking with a lot of senior bankers, a lot of people in the financial services industry, and gradually my business simply grew to the point where I deal with people in all kinds of industries, in all kinds of countries. All right, but now um, here's the question. Yep. Was that easier for you to do because you had some financial backing behind you? What about people who don't, Willie? <laughs> I walked out of my banking job. Uh, I just walked out the door. Um, I had had a, a, what turns out now in hindsight to be an, a, an amazing salary. Uh, but actually, I had no income. I had no financial backing at that stage. People said to me, my God, you're very brave. You're very courageous. But I think if you are on a journey it almost becomes inevitable and logical to do things that normal people view as courageous or brave. Mm. So I, I simply walked out. I didn't have any financial backing. And indeed, I got involved in one or two other businesses along the way over the last 14 years. Um, and very often when one gets involved in business, uh, one meets unsavory characters. I'm talking specifically about uh, corporate financiers. Um, and again, I had to walk away from one of those businesses without any financial backing. Um, but what I have found is that if you put the quality of your life first, uh, the financial backing actually looks after itself. I know mm -hmm. that sounds a little bit strange mm -hmm. to people who are obsessed with money, and I think most, most people that I come across uh, are obsessed to a greater ex or a lesser extent with money. Uh, but if you do actually put the quality of your life first, the business comes to you, mm. money comes to you. You know, this is um, a tough time in, in our country. I don't know what it's like in Europe. I don't know if you um, have the recession well, that we're in having. France, uh, it, <laughs> we didn't have a boom here, so there's no bust either. Uh, but a lot of my clients are from my uh, original native country in Ireland. Uh, and if things are bad in the U.S. at the moment, I think things are ten times worse in Ireland. Mm. So I know all about it. So what do you say, Willie, to people who come to you and say, you know, look, I, this is an opportunity for me to be entrepreneurial or to go after my dream, but I'm scared I might not make it, and I can't, and I can't lose here. I can't fail. I have a family to support. Um, I think probably the single biggest thing that stops people doing what they really want to do, and in your introduction, one of the words that was used was passionate. Mm. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that stop people pursuing what they are really passionate about is this four-letter word, fear. Mm. Um, fear, uh, like most of the emotions that we feel in our adult life, is actually born out of useless thought. It isn't, fear doesn't actually exist except in the mind of the fearful person. Mm. Now, unfortunately, I think fear or caution, they're two sides of the one coin, are bred into us from a very early stage in our lives. We're told to, you know, get a good job, get a good education, uh, be safe rather than be uh, innovative or adventurous. I think if you are actually pursuing your passion, 
uh, realistically now. I don't mean, you know, you're just all positive thinking uh, to the extent that you actually don't see the downsides involved. But if you are really pursuing your passion, uh, something that you are passionate about, you will be good at. Mm-hmm. Something that you are good at, people will want. Because there aren't too many people out there who are passionate. And therefore, mm-hmm. most people are actually not as good at what they're doing as they could be if they were a little more passionate about it. Yeah. I, I think fear, fear is something that you really need to uh, get over. Now, there are ways of getting over fear in the same way as there are ways of getting over stress or anxiety or all the other things that plague the normal mind. But fear, like all those things I've just mentioned, is yeah. no more than a, a thought know, and a particularly corrosive one. You know, the question of then what holds a person back from living that life of success, and you've answered it. You said definitely it's fear. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, the interesting thing, Patricia, is that I think an awful lot of people are more afraid of being successful than they are of being failures. Really? Well, why do you think that is? I think people don't like to step out of the crowd. I think uh, there's a lot of research done in the United States, and Stanford in particular, uh, in relation to the manner in which people will cling to the herd mentality. Mm. Um, uh, I think people don't like uh, to distance themselves from the people with whom they have grown up or they feel comfortable with. I think an awful lot of people don't like to be, it's a word you used again in your introduction, abnormal. But I think you have to be abnormal uh, to get over this fear uh, of, uh, of failure just or success. Yeah. All right, so how do you start changing your life? I mean, how do you start, because as you know... Fear can be extremely um, immobilizing. Oh, absolutely. So how do, what do you say to people? How do you turn that around? Do they do positive affirmations? Do they do visualizations? Do they read books? Um, uh, well, let's, let's do them in uh, reverse order. Uh, reading books. I have a lot of clients who read a lot of books and a lot of people uh, um, recommend a lot of books to me. Uh, unfortunately, uh, as I've said to quite a number of my clients, reading good books about, you know, living the life of your dream or being passionate or getting over fear, uh, a lot of people read good books but never do anything about it. And as I've said to my clients, you know, you keep telling me you're reading great books, but it's like buying uh, or, or, or getting brochures for a lovely holiday destination that you want to go to, but never booking the flight and never going on the holiday. Um, I have a friend in the publishing industry in New York who tells me that the average number of pages read in a self-help book is 10. So people buy these books and don't even read them, never mind put what they're reading into practice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned affirmations. Uh, affirmations, certainly, positive affirmations certainly work if you have maybe 15 or 20 years to spare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the problem is positive affirmations address mm-hmm. the conscious mind. In other words, you keep telling your conscious mind, I'm great, I'm going to be successful. But your subconscious mind is the part of you that actually controls your life. And therefore, you know, the drip, drip, drip effect of positive affirmations will eventually have an effect on you. But why take 10 or 15 years when you could take 10 or 15 minutes? And how do you, all right, so let's start with that then. When you say 10 or 15 minutes, what are some exercises that people can do? All right. Um, Just before I answer that question, I do want to make the point, uh, because you asked how do people change their lives if they are paralyzed by fear. You don't make a major change to your life 
mm. uh, just by suddenly deciding to do it for the simple reason that we have throughout our adult lives the habit of doing everything the same. So we're not going to make a major change very suddenly, which comes back to the question you've just asked me. If you can make minor changes first, you get into the habit, if I could put it like that, yes. of doing things differently. And therefore, you know, even five minutes, I said 10 or 15 minutes, but even five minutes a day doing little things differently will knock you out of the rut in which you, you, you live your adult life. Mm -hmm. And by doing little things differently, the edifice of uh, your ordinary, everyday, repetitive life will begin to crumble. And suddenly you'll find yourself being more spontaneous, uh, being more adventurous. Now, sponta spontaneity and adventure are only spontaneous and adventurous, as I said earlier on, to, to normal All people. right. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come okay. back, we have a great guest on today. My guest is Willie Horton, and his, he's a really a motivational speaker and shows you how to live the kind of life that you want to live. You can log on to Gertie.net. He is living in France, originally from Ireland, and he is a speaker and a consultant. And again, go to GURD.net, and he will really talk about, you know, how do you make your life work? And he's been doing this with Fortune 500 companies for a long time. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. News. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here. Let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Wielding power, shaping environments and outcomes, and making things happen are all essential characteristics of great leaders. Yet these qualities alone are not enough to ensure your success. In a complex world, how do you decide what's most important to you? In your career, your relationships, your finances, your family, in the world around you, in the whole of your life at large. Dr. Joseph Riggio, the host of Leadership Intuition, says that personal leadership, the desire to take charge of your life, is the key to creating futures that work and building a life worth living. Join Joseph as he reveals the power of uncovering and living your own personal mythology, the key to personal transformation, exquisite performance, and social influence. Learn to look inside and discover your personal mythology and unique leadership style. Go beyond conventional advice and discover your unique success blueprint on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, power, achievement, relationships. 
If you want to get ahead, you have to stand out from the crowd, the clutter, and the competition. Are you? Tune in each week for Standing Out with Lauren Saunier. Lauren and her guests have the secrets that can help you and your business get noticed, get attention, and achieve your desired results no matter where you're starting from. Standing Out with Lauren Saunier, live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Get ready to be a marketing machine. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com All righty, we are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, which is America's Voice. We have a great guest for you today. My guest is Willie Horton, who helps people live abnormally successful lives. He transformed his own life by leaving his job as GM at ACC Bank and moving from his native Ireland to the French Alps, where he now lives with his wife and teenage children. A sought-after speaker, management mentor, and coach, he has been studying and working in the fields of psychology, business strategy, and quantum physics since 1993. Willie Horton has worked with Fortune 500 companies, including... Pfizer, Merrill Lynch, Deloitte, Wyeth, Nestle, and Allergan. And he's a world-class speaker and two and, and very much to leading figures. So welcome back. Welcome back, Willie. You know, one of the things that you do is you help people in a very short period of time to make some changes. So let's talk more about what people can do and how people can find you. All right. Well, first of all, I think that, as we said just before the break, it is not in the nature of the normal adult to make big changes. We all would like to make or see big changes in our lives, but very often you're breaking the habits of an adult's lifetime by deciding to do something so big that you know you're actually not going to do it, which, of course, confirms to you that you're a failure in the first place. You actually prove yourself right that you are better off being fearful. I think because of the way the human mind works, or the adult human mind, it's very important to retrain the mind to be alert and spontaneous, in the way children are alert and spontaneous. Mm -hmm. To retrain the mind to get it away from the habitual routines that we normally undertake during the course of our ordinary everyday lives. Research, uh, the 70 years of it, proves that we do everything that we do routinely, we do it automatically, mindlessly, without paying it any attention. And unfortunately, Patricia, as you know, almost everything in life sooner or later becomes routine. Um, I think the key to actually changing your life, sorry, I don't think I know the key to actually changing your life, is to start with little things, so that possibly even the co- in the course of the day that you start doing it, you will notice yourself becoming more alert, more uh, tuned in, more turned on to actually do some of the bigger things. Give us an uh, example, Willie. Give us an example that you've uh, worked on with a client from something that they wanted example. to change and how they changed it. Yeah. Um, I often talk to large groups of people. I was talking to a large chamber of commerce a couple of years ago, a business uh, breakfast. And I mentioned that research shows that the normal adult brushes their teeth in exactly the same way from the age of two, three, or four years of age. The research also shows that the normal adult male shaves in the way their father shaved before them. 
if you, for example, if your listeners, for example, tonight were to brush their teeth with the hand with which they don't habitually brush their teeth, Mm -hmm. they would get a double benefit from it. The first one is that they would realize that in every single thing that we do in life, no matter how small, no matter how big, we have a choice. And the choice is I'll continue doing what I'm doing mindlessly and expect some miracle to happen so that my life changes without me doing anything different. That's the one hand, and that's the choice normal people take. They don't realize they're taking the choice because it's a subconscious choice. The alternative is to decide in the, in the split second, that just before you brush your teeth, no, I'm going to do this differently because I'm a responsible adult. I can decide how I do what I do, and I can do it mindfully rather than mindlessly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first benefit of doing something as ridiculously simple as brushing your teeth differently is that you realize in everything you do, you have a choice. Obviously. And you also have to think about it. I mean, when you brush ah, your teeth yeah. differently, you're really going to have to think about that. It doesn't come yeah. that easily in the beginning. Oh, not at all. I mean, I have clients who tell me that they would find it uh, easier to shave with the other hand than brush their teeth with the other hand. Mm. Um, uh, it doesn't matter which one you pick, or indeed there are thousands of things we do every, every day routinely, but you're quite right. If you are going to brush your teeth with the left hand rather than the right hand or vice versa, uh, you're going to have to pay it a lot more attention than you normally do. Mm-hmm. And neuropsychological research, recent research, proves that your ability to be successful your ability to be happy is correlated with your ability to pay attention. Now, unfortunately, research going all the way back to 1936 shows that the normal adult pays roughly 1% attention to what they're doing, which is awful. If you could pay even a little more attention to what you're doing, then you would be monumentally more successful, monumentally happier, monumentally more at ease with yourself, and uh, uh, immediately more ready to actually take the bigger steps that you want to take in life. So even something as simple as brushing your teeth with the other hand will enable you retrain yourself to pay more than 1% attention. And I use the word retrain because as children, we all paid a huge amount of attention to what was actually going on in our lives. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, re, it's reprogramming. It's all about reprogramming. It is. Unfortunately, we were programmed during our formative years. You can certainly reprogram yourself. It's one of the, you mentioned three things before the break. You mentioned uh, positive affirmations, you mentioned um, visualization, and you mentioned reading self-help books. The one I didn't come back to is visualization, because visualization is effectively one of uh, a particularly powerful form of reprogramming yourself. Mm. And you're quite right. You've hit the nail on the head, Patricia. It's about reprogramming yourself. Um, it may be a step too far for some of your listeners or in the short time we have available, but it's even better if you could deprogram yourself rather than reprogram yourself. Mm, absolutely. Well, let's move on and talk about some of the other things that you do when you do work with your clients. So, for example, when you do a workshop, do you take people through specific exercises? I do. Um, initially in my workshop, 
Um, and as I said, I've been doing it in small groups for a number of years, for 14 years at this stage. Uh, and that workshop is now online at uh, gurdy.net because you asked me a minute ago how do people get in touch with me. That's how you get in touch with me. Uh, I initially explained to my clients the mechanics of how the mind actually works. Because if you're going to fix something, you need to know which uh, screw to twist with the screwdriver or which nut to actually turn with the spanner. So that you need to know roughly how your mind works. I've, I've, I've covered little bits of it already in saying that, you know, the mind operates automatically. The subconscious mind is actually what creates your life by dictating your reactive behavior. Once they've got an understanding of how the mind works, they're then very well placed to actually turn that screw, as I I mentioned a moment ago, through a number of exercises. That that workshop that I've been doing for years is a two-day workshop. And one of the things that they will be asked to do on the first night is to brush their teeth with the other hand or to uh, come to the workshop the following morning um, listening to a particular five-minute exercise that is given to them on a CD. Now, that five-minute exercise, I've recorded hundreds of five-minute exercises for clients. It's basically a form of meditation. Now, a lot of people, when I mention the word meditation first, they say, oh, my God, I couldn't do that. It's against my religious beliefs or it's against this, that, or the other. Meditation is simply, as far as I'm concerned, a very, very powerful and practical way of disciplining what is otherwise a very undisciplined adult mind. Mm. Um, And basically what I tell my clients is that, unfortunately, you have been living your adult lives mindlessly. You need to live them mindfully, uh, and you need to come to your senses. And I literally mean come to your senses. We have five senses as children. When we got a new toy, for example, when we were two or three years of age, we smelt it, we rattled it, we felt it, we stuck it in our ear, uh, we tasted it, we did a whole load of different things to it to fully understand this new experience. As adults, we pay no attention to our five senses, and yet our five senses are our only interface with the outside world. If you're not paying attention to your five senses, you are going to start paying attention to useless thoughts like anxiety, like stress, like the fear we talked about earlier on. And you need to get away. You need to break that adult habit by literally coming to your five senses, paying attention to the present moment. It's the only time and place we have, Patricia. Absolutely. All right. What other tips do you think are very important um, in terms of what has helped you? You know, when you have felt stuck in your own life, what are some of the things that you've done, Willie? Well, I think actually um, one of the important things to note is that no matter how long you are on this journey, there will be days when you get out of bed and you will feel stuck. There will be middle of the days when you feel stuck because the default state of the adult mind is to feel stuck, is to feel stressed, is to feel, is to pay attention to all the negative thoughts rather than the positive thoughts. Uh, I think one of the most important things anybody can do is ensure that they don't start their day mentally unprepared for the day ahead. Again, as I say to my clients, I don't believe any of them would consider for one moment leaving their house in the morning to go to work naked 
Mm-hmm. So they actually prepare themselves physically for the, for the day ahead. But simply, it never occurs to most people to ensure that they're in the right state of mind for the day ahead. And therefore, you know, five minutes in the morning, just sitting down somewhere peaceful and quiet, closing your eyes and simply listening to the sounds that you hear around you. Would you say that that's a form of meditation? Uh, It it is undoubtedly a form of meditation. Meditation comes in all shapes and sizes. And as I said to you a moment ago, I think the most important benefit of meditation is that it disciplines your mind. So, I mean, you know, a client of mine said to me a couple of years back, I didn't realize you taught meditation. And I said to him, well, now that you mention it, I'm not really sure that I realized I've been taught teaching meditation for the last 14 years either. It simply makes common sense to me, uh, given all the research, given the way in which the universe actually works as quantum physics uh, explores, that the more attention you pay, the more attention you pay to your five senses, the more you will be present to what's actually going on in the here and now, rather than wasting your energy thinking the useless thoughts that hold us back from doing the things that we really want to do in our lives. All right, Willie, we're going to take a break. My guest is Willie Horton, and he's really an amazing teacher, and he helps us to live successful lives. And he works with Fortune 500 companies and with individuals so that we can live the kind of life that we want. You can log on to gurdy.net, G-U-R-D-Y, net and learn more about what Willie does. Are you listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com? Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. The following program. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are, or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. 
Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. We have a great program for you today. We have a gentleman on the program all the way from France. See, we're international and global, of course, and instantly we can talk to people like they're next door. Willie Horton is my guest, and he helps people live abnormally successful lives. He transformed his own life by leaving his job as general manager at ACC Bank and moving from his native Ireland to the French Alps, where he now lives with his wife and teenage children. He is a sought-after speaker and management mentor and coach, and he's been studying and working in the fields of psychology and business strategy and quantum physics since 1993. He's an author and world-class speaker, and his work with Fortune 500 companies such as Pfizer and Merrill Lynch and Nestle and Allegan. Welcome back, Willie. I want to ask you something. We're going to talk about visualization, but first, do you find that the strategies that you gave to people in large Fortune 500 companies were any different from strategies you might give to somebody who's an entrepreneur or not in a big company? No, none whatsoever. Uh, for the simple reason that somebody sitting at the top of a large company is effectively running a business. And business is very, very simple. Business is about making as much profit with as least effort as possible. It doesn't matter whether it's a big business or a small business. The same concepts apply, sorry, the same practices actually apply, that you need to ensure that the subconscious mind is turned on to the business success that you want. And really that's where visualization comes into play. So let's talk about visualization. Um, It's the third item that you mentioned earlier on. Um, We were all programmed as children visually. The subconscious mind is visual. It learns through what is known as snapshot learning. In other words, classic example of snapshot learning, our our daughter, when she was a little girl, toddler, running around the front garden, a little dog came up and jumped up on her, frightened the life out of her. She took a snapshot of that dog, thought she was being attacked by a monster, and for years after, she was afraid of dogs. That's what snapshot, le- snapshot learning is. We all learn who we are or who we think we are through snapshot learning during our formative years. Now, unfortunately, after about the age of 11 or 12, we no longer learn through snapshot learning. So an adult can't learn that way. What an adult needs to do is use various different senses, including the visual sense, obviously, to impress the subconscious mind in the same way as the subconscious mind was impressed through snapshot learning in the first place. We're talking about, as you said earlier on, Patricia, reprogramming. Mm-hmm. Visualization, uh, let's cut to the chase. The simplest way to reprogram yourself mm-hmm. is to imagine what it would be like to have what you want as if you have it already mm-hmm. and to write it down, handwrite it. And the reason I say handwriting is there's a good deal of research, uh, principally from Harvard, that actually indicates that the hand-eye coordination required in handwriting 
means that you pay more than 1% attention to what you are handwriting. Mm. In other words, for example, I'll give you a very, very simple example. Many years ago, when I discovered this first, I wrote down, I am sitting, on, uh, I'm sitting outdoors on my balcony. I have a lovely glass of wine in my hand. I can taste the wine in my mouth. I'm looking at the beautiful trees around me, and I hear the sound of running water in the background. And I can hear the children having a great time, but I can't see them. Our garden is so big. Now, when I wrote that in Dublin many, many years ago, I lived in a house where the garden was the size of a postage stamp. There was no running water, no mm-hmm. big trees, etc. Et mm. A couple of years ago, we were sitting on our balcony here in the French Alps. The kids were playing ping pong. We could hear them, but we couldn't see them. We could just about hear them over the sound of the stream that's running right past where I'm standing at the moment. Had a glass of wine in my hand, turned around to my wife, Lisa, and said, ah, that is that perfect moment that we visualized all those years ago. So you actually you have exactly what you visualized. Exactly what you visualize. And I think that is another problem. Uh, we talked about problems and fears right at the beginning of this piece. I think one of the big problems that normal people have is they're not really sure what they want out of life. Or they change their mind too often. Uh, I think it was the rapper 50 Cent. I wouldn't be a big rap fan, but he said that no- normal people are never successful at anything because they don't stick at the one thing long enough. Mm. Normal mind is distracted. It jumps all over but the now place. Now, let, let me ask you this, though, Willie. Yep. When you visualize what you have now, and you did this many years ago, did you believe that you could have that, or was it more like a dream to you? Uh, I believed absolutely. Now, it's interesting that you use the word belief, because belief is nothing more than a picture stored in the subconscious mind. We have our beliefs. I, uh, we all have beliefs in relation to, for example, what our strengths and weaknesses are. They are nothing more than pictures that we have in our subconscious mind. If you give your subconscious mind a new picture, that becomes a new belief. I simply wrote it down. I wrote it down as if I were there already, and I think that is a key thing. You need to write down in the language that the subconscious mind understands, which is solely the present tense. As I say to my clients, believing isn't wishing, hoping, or wanting. Believing is seeing, feeling, hearing, smelling, and tasting as if you have it already. And you believe that, and that's probably because when people visualize things like that, many times in the back of their mind is that little voice going, oh, yeah, right, that's never going to happen. The little voice will always be with us, unfortunately. The trick is to stop paying attention to the little voice, which which is why it is so, so important to relearn how to pay attention to what you're doing now, which, is, which means it's so important and what to you're thinking with the other hand. What you're Sorry. doing and also what you're thinking, what, the, what your mind is telling you. Well, your mind, the normal mind is full of nonsense, unfortunately. And the normal mind, uh, it has been proven, uh, again, by a university in the States, the normal mind is far more prepared to listen to the negative than it is yeah. to the positive. You need to stop listening to the voices in your head. As I say, they'll always be there, but you can choose in the same way as you can choose to brush your teeth with the other hand. You can choose not to listen to them by paying more attention to what you're doing now. Absolutely. All right, we have a few minutes left, so let's talk about, again, some of the seminars and the things that you do that people can find out about if you have any webinars or, or you certainly have an e-book 
I certainly have an e-book. I have a couple of e-books. I have an e-book for teenagers, actually, because a number of my clients who have teenage children ask me to write it for them. Um, but my main, my main, the main thrust of my work these days is online because I, I can't wander all over the world. I like wandering around the world, but I can't get to some of the places that I want to get to as often as I want to get to them. And therefore, the two-day seminar that I've been doing for years is now a webinar, I suppose. Um, and that webinar is called um, Change Your Life, because that's what we're talking about. Um, and it is basically a set of 29 very short videos, uh, because the subconscious mind is visual and because it learns in little chunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 29 videos that step-by-step step take you through in more detail what we've been talking about here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just about to launch uh, on Thursday another webinar called No More Stress. Because the interesting thing is, I, I write an e-zine, for example, every week. Uh, it's a five-minute video on a Monday morning. It's an article on a Wednesday morning. It goes out to about four or 5,000 people around the world. Um, and any time I write an article or do a video on stress, I get a much bigger response than anything else that I write about. And it appears to me that stress is such a ubiquitous part of people's mind, uh, lives at the moment that it's really doing damage to people. So that, that is, I, I still do some seminars. I have clients who come over to me here in the Alps. Um, but mainly my work is on Gurdy.net. I mean, why not use one of the most efficient ways of getting information in the whole world? Why not use it to get this important information out? Very important. All right. What would you say are some closing thoughts that you would have for our listeners? Uh, The key closing thought is that you need to come to your senses. You need to actually pay attention to what your body is telling you. Unfortunately, what we normally do is hear something and immediately recognize it as an insult when it might have been a compliment because Mm -hmm. of the way our subconscious mind Mm -hmm. works. Mm -hmm. You need to break the link between uh, hearing something and recognizing it as something else or making up your mind about somebody before you actually get to know them. The research shows it takes us four seconds to make up our mind about people. And we never use the facts before our very eyes. We always use the stuff that we learned through snapshot learning in our formative years. My key message is you need to come to your senses, and I literally mean that. You have five of them. Mm -hmm. Go out for a walk this evening and simply see, Mm -hmm. feel, hear, smell, and taste where you are. Thank you so much for being on the program. I really appreciate it. The pleasure is all mine. Yeah, thank you. I want to let people know that you can contact Willie Horton at Gordy, G-U-R-D-Y dot net. And can they write to you, Willie? Uh, they, can, they can click on the, email, on the email link at the bottom of the main page, or the, the email link is all over the place. Anybody who writes to me, uh, it's amazing the response I get from people. Oh, thank you for writing back to me personally. Of course I'll write back to people personally. Okay. That's why thank I'm you. here. Thank you so much. All right, folks, remember, as I say at the end of each show, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know that you can make your dreams come true. Write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com, and I'll put you on my newsletter list. I would love to have you on my, because I send out an e-newsletter every single month. So again, until next Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific, again, we will see you soon. Have a great Monday and a great week. Bye for now.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 